In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to talk about one heck of a bumpy week. It has been a rough ride, and we're going to lay it all out there for you. We're then going to talk about four things that we did to make it better. And finally, we're going to talk about finding your rainbow. Get your notebook ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. So, Laura, I titled this segment of our podcast, We Are Human. Because we are. Because we are. We're not superheroes. We, we are not. Have superpowers. Yes. But we are not superheroes. Exactly. So, we are going to talk about our week, and we're going to be completely honest with all of it. Open and raw. Here we go. So, boy, was it a week. <laughs> <laughs> We both didn't have the greatest of weeks. Um, no, we I, didn't. I may have had one of my worst weeks, like in the last six months, like this week. Quite possibly, yeah. yes. According to her husband, yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> she heard firsthand from him. So, you know, we talked about in episode five that I had my hysterectomy. And in that episode, I mentioned how things were going well because they really were. You know, I was recovering well. As far as symptoms of menopause, they were really kind of non-existent. I'm like, okay, this might not be so bad. Well, that all came to a screeching halt this week, particularly um, hot flashes. Wow, those are fun, Okay, um, especially while teaching preschool and wearing a mask. Oh, I'm so sorry, so, Laura. Yep, that pretty much stinks. And then mood swings. Wow. Okay. So my husband's going to probably listen to this episode and be like, yeah. Basically, this is normal, is what I found out. I'll get to that in a minute. But Tuesday, I just kind of had a day. It had lots of hot flashes. We'd had a run. and Right, it was, we did. And it was mediocre at best. Right? It was cold, and we just weren't feeling it. No. So that was hard. We we got there. We even tried doing our neighborhood run to try to, like, ump it up a little bit. Right, give it a little pizzazz. Yeah. But. And it did but not, it wasn't our best run by any means. It was cold. It was dreary. It was just, it was hard because of those elements. Yes. And so, you know, I went home and gosh darn it, the cleaner was not where it was supposed to be. And normally... That darn cleaner. I am not OCD, folks. I really am. am not. And so the fact that I couldn't find it and just something so small as the cleaner wasn't in its spot started the cycle and the spiraling and all of a sudden in the middle of dinner my 16 year old was just on my nerves and I'm sorry but I'm not sure who thought it was a good idea to have women in menopause have teenagers that seems like a really bad idea yeah it does it seems like a, a terrible plan and in the middle of dinner like I hadn't even finished my taco salad I was like I can't do this I have to leave 
and I kicked off my shoes, and I ran out of the house, and I told my family, I'm leaving, I will be back later. And I left, and the tears just started to flood. And I was like, what the heck? I don't even know what's happening. Like, I'm not even that upset. I'm not sure why I'm crying. And I I drove to the dollar store, folks, because I needed stuff for school. (laughs) So why not? Why not cry in the dollar store? Right? And so, well, I, I get there, and there's no parking. And I'm like... Seriously, there's no parking. So I drive around a few few times, finally find a spot, and I just sit there, and I can't go in yet because I am just crying my eyes out, like something I've never done before. And Laura is not this type of person. Laura's not emotional like that. I mean, she's normal emotional, but right. not overwhelmingly no, emotional. I, I don't like drama. I like, leave your drama with your mama. That's yes, kind of how, exactly. how I approach life. I don't like it. I try. I, I don't really cause it. I don't want to stir it. Exactly. So this was really strange to me yes. at this point. And so in the car parking lot, in my car, I'm like, okay, I'm going to text my friend, my dear friend, Amy. I'm just saying her name because she's supporting us and she's going through menopause and she's one of my few friends who is because I'm one of the younger of my friend group. So we could call her your menopause friend. There you go. Among other things. She's a runner friend too. She is a runner friend too. And I'm like, is is it normal to go absolutely crazy and lose your mind during menopause? And she sent back the, the most amusing text and it was so true. And she said, welcome you have arrived. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, this, no. Is, right? this is part this is of it. my normal. Like, I don't know. And so besides that text, she sent several other encouraging and hopeful ones of like, you know, this is how, you know, I work through it with my family and friends of mine have worked through it. So in the means of getting some of that advice, I just kind of continued to cry. I kind of wiped my tears enough to go get my Dollar Tree things. Came back out. And I thought, I'm not ready to go home yet. Because I'm still upset. So I just drove and got myself some ice cream. Because <laughs> because what else are you going to do at this point? We right? tried the workout. We tried the friend. We tried the shopping. Right. So now it's time for the ice cream. And I, I got myself a small because I am in this new phase. I'm trying to lose a little bit more fat just because for myself. And I'd been really good on my nutrition, but I just needed the ice cream. So I went through the drive through got some ice cream, sat in a parking lot and ate it while I cried. And you texted I did. three I te- more friends. I texted three more friends, Stephanie being one of them. And actually, they're both like, hey, we just had ice cream, too. Yep. And I was like, oh, good. I might have stopped at Dairy Queen on my way home because it wasn't a great Tuesday. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm not in this alone. No. And having my friends text back and even offering to come and sit in the backseat of my car in the parking lot and comfort and provide empathy was what I needed. And I was like, no, you don't have to come. But we did, you know, exchange a few texts about... And we totally would have. Right. Totally would have come. They would have. But I was like, hey, guys, you just have to... Like, I want to share and educate. Like, this is menopause, folks. And I didn't really know that would happen. And I am out there to let people know that we shouldn't be ashamed of it. It's something we go through and we have yes. to learn to deal with it. Because it was crazy. I, I went back and told my family, I was like... This is what's happening. This is what we're going to have to work through. And we have to figure out a way to make it work so that yes. it 
it doesn't drive us all insane. Exactly. So, so Laura, you have arrived. I have arrived. That's right. And you know what? We're going to work through it. We're going to figure it out. Yep. We had a bad week. Yeah, we sure did. And but. I think the next step that we need to think about is what did we do right. when we had a bad week? Because you can go two different directions. You can go and eat all the ice cream, drink, sleep, t- sleep, yeah, sit in front of screens, binge or, watch, right. all kinds of fun things. And maybe not feel any better. Yep. Or you can start being proactive about how you deal with the obstacles that come your way right and so we listed out four things that we did this week to try to move through this moment the first was an obvious one we reached out to friends yeah and we're so lucky to have such a great group of women that support us and are around us and that are our friends and so that was like the first thing that i did when i was having my moment and continue to do it throughout the week yes by carefully cultivating a community of friends we're able to reach out and help each other. And I think that there are so many people out there that want to be a part of that community. A lot of people have reached out to us, even as this podcast has started, and said, I want those kinds of friends. So those folks are out there. You just got to reach out to them and then do that give and take piece in order right. to kind of bring them in. The second thing we did was started asking questions to figure out how to move forward. And I think this part is really important because it's the questions that you ask that allow you to find the answers to start busting through the problems. And so the first question that I asked Laura is, hey, is this part of the gray winner? Because I'm feeling the gray winner too. Or is this something different? Right. And it was definitely different. It was a moment of like, I felt like I was acting like I wasn't inside my body. It's really hard to explain. And so... I knew that that wasn't a normal way for me to react. So for me, I knew it was different. It was not typical, uh, you know, this is just winter in the Midwest. This is something different. And so how do we, how do we work around that? Okay. How, do we, how do we move forward? Right. And that's what Laura said. So I was like, okay, this is a thing. This is something that we need to think more about than just getting out and getting more sunshine, right? Then we started asking even more questions. Like, how about the sleep piece? How is that impacting you? Sleep is huge. And I think that as we get older, sleep is impacted Mm -hmm. a lot more. And so we started doing research on sleep. And we had done a lot of work with this before. Right. If you look at the sleepfoundation.org website, if you look at the heart.org website, they list out different kinds of sleep routines that are important. They all generally say the same thing. Minimize the blue light. That's light coming out of your cell phone Devices. Right? That's really hard to do. But put that thing down for 30 minutes to 60 minutes before you go to bed. Chillier room temperature tends to be a little bit more helpful. Definitely helps at my house. So between 60 and 71 degrees is what is recommended. And then there is also those other routines like yoga, taking a warm bath, making sure that you have aromatherapy in your room, which is interesting. Laura tells me all about that. I do. I my spritz my pillows with lavender essential oils nightly. 
There we go. Mindfulness, meditation, all of those things kind of help to set your body in that sleep mode. And then other things that were suggested were to make that list or journal because our handy dandy notebook, it's a thing, guys. Gotta have it with you. And then reading. And I love this because I am a librarian, so I could list out all kinds of fun books to read that aren't going to scare you uh, in the middle of the night. And then also being in complete darkness to get that melatonin going. That is so important. Yeah. So those were some of the things that we've read that we've tried and found to be helpful in that sleep piece. So we were reminding each other of that. And then we also asked the question, how about the food? Right? Because we know that nutrition is so closely linked to mood and to your fitness and to feeling your body. And it relates to menopause too. And so many articles are out there. A couple on WebMD, you know, mentioned some of the same things to limit your processed foods, limit your sugar. So that ice cream that Laura had might have contributed to her Right, right. But we're going to enjoy that ice cream anyway every once in a while. you, You have to have that some. Obviously limiting caffeine and alcohol. And we did kind of, I started to notice, hey, I did have some alcohol a couple of times before this day. So So we started connecting the dots with that. Right. And then just making sure your plate is filled with lots of really good lean proteins. Dairy was actually mentioned several times. That's important for bone health, as well as foods with estrogen in it, like soy Mm -hmm. and Omegas are important as well. As well so as your omega-3 three fatty acids mm-hmm. are the things that are found in like your fatty fish, fish mm-hmm. right? So your salmon and those right. kinds of things. And then, of course, filling your plate with fruits and vegetables. So as a lot of it is to do with what you would to follow that healthy lifestyle diet anyways. You right. know? I think the big things are those limiting of the alcohol and the caffeine because yes. a lot of times you can have a lot of that in your week. So I think it's important to be mindful of that. All right. So those were some of the questions that we asked. And as we were thinking through those questions and kind of going down those rabbit holes, then we started researching the power of habit because we were thinking that we know the answer to these questions just because we've researched them in the past. Um, However, listing them out doesn't hurt at all. But how do you then create these habits in order to make these things happen. Right, because making a habit can be so hard, but it's so very important. So we started our own little book club, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Uh, We'll put a copy of that book in our show notes, along with listening to some TED Talks about habit and reading some shorter articles about habit. Uh, I love the Breathe magazine, and that just happened in February to have an article about habit in it. I picked up that as well. We will put a copy of these resources in our show notes, and we are also going to do a whole podcast on what we've learned about habit in one of our future episodes. Yes, we are. The fourth thing that we talked about doing was using our notebooks to keep track of our workout, sleep, food, and mood. Right? That is so important because I think you can start to see the patterns if you write down when things happen. So if you write down when you have the bad day, when you write down the day where you completely lose it on your family, write it down. And then that's when we started realizing, oh, yeah, you know what? We celebrated with champagne for our launching of our podcast, plus a couple alcoholic drinks during the weekend prior. And that started to connect the dots. So I think it is it is so important to write down when things happen so that you can see how it's all connected. Right. And so Laura and I, of course, do this differently. So we're going to include a picture of Laura's notebook in our show notes. 
And I keep a habit tracker in my notebook, so I'll make sure to have a picture of that as well so you can kind of see the different ways that we think about keeping track of our habits in our notebooks. The last thing that we did, so number four, was continue to work out every day because this was so important. And this was hard. It was so hard because when you've not had a great day and you're going to the workout after the work that you did at your job, you really don't want to. No. You know, but, and, and there was a day or two when I was driving and I was thinking, oh, man, I really don't want to work out, but I'm going to go because I know Stephanie's counting on me. So I'm going to go and I'm, I know I'm going to feel better afterward. And I always do. Always. We always felt better. We had that time to unload as friends. And we also had that time to get those endorphins or endocannabinoids right? going so that our bodies felt better as well. So this workout, even though it was hard, was so important. Again, the four things that we did to think about how to move over this hump was we reached out to friends. Uh, we started asking questions and researching answers. We kept trackers in our notebook and started that work and then we continued to work out and hopefully uh, we will see some definite benefits from this work and I think we already do I, I believe so an interesting thing that happened to us when we were working out uh, we were having we were in the middle of a really really bad day uh, this was our Tuesday and um, an owl right flew over our head it was like something from Harry Potter it was it was almost like a headwig right and he flew over our head and he landed on a tree right above us and we stopped. It was so amazing. It was amazing. And he was beautiful, white and fluffy. I had to look up what kind of owl he was. We think he was a barred owl, not a barn owl, a barred owl, maybe a type of barn owl. I don't know. He was white and fluffy with a little bit of brown. And it's those kinds of things that make us think about finding the rainbows in In every day, in the gloom, in the rough. And that owl for us was a rainbow. And then the very next day, Laura was at school and somebody at her school asked her to try to find the rainbow around her. Right. I was in a PD session and they wanted to have us bring our thoughts centered and get our breathing. They talked about finding the rainbow. And so we thought we'd just try this because um, I said, Stephanie, this is what we did during our PD. And I think you're going to love it. And it'll be great for our podcast. So here we are. We're going to share it with you. So we are in a basement room in the closet. because closet. (laughs) Right? Because that's where apparently you've got to tape things that like buffer sound. Right. And I've hung blankets all over this room to try to absorb all the sound. Our first podcast was really tinny because I didn't have enough blankets up. Who knew? Right? Well, we're, we're learning. We are we on are this learning. journey. And so we are going to find the rainbow in this room. We are. Yes. And so what we want you to do is just to take some breaths. Now, of course, if you're driving, don't do it yet. Wait till you get home. But just breathe. Notice your breath. Look around the space you're in. And what do you see that's red? Stephanie, what do you see that's red? So above me is a red blanket that is kind of a red plaid. 
If you can't find red around you, you can think of something that's red. Right. Maybe a red rose. Maybe My daughter had an Annie dress when she was little. And it was a bright red. So, yes. So continue to breathe. And now we're going to think of the color orange. Look around the space you're in and what's orange in your room. If you can't find anything that's orange, think about something that is orange. So, Stephanie, what do you see that's orange? I see a jar of paint. There you go. We're in the craft room. Yes, craft room closet. So continue to breathe. Notice your breath. Notice where you're at. And let's find something yellow. If you can't find anything yellow, what is yellow that you know and you can just think of in your mind? So for me, it's sunshine on a picture. Right. Yes. So we all love that sunshine. Yes. And right now in the Midwest, we don't have a lot of it. So So I've got to make it up on my own. There you go. And we're going to continue to breathe. And that next color that we're going to find in our space is green. So there's green all over this room, but my husband's grandfather's latch hook picture has green. There you go. And it also absorbs sound. Right? It's just it's dual. perfect. <laughs> dual um, it kills two birds with one stone. Okay, and we're continuing to breathe in and out, noticing your breath. What do you see that's blue in your space? So in my space, there is a blanket that my mom made for me that has all of my shirts on it from high school. And the back of it is a navy blue color. And that makes me warm and fuzzy on the inside. That brings joy to you. Okay. The next one is indigo. Now, indigo is a um, mesh between blue and purple. So what do we see that's indigo? So I'm having a hard time with that one here, but I have a flower garden on the south side of my lawn that blooms from April to October. There you go. And we have some very indigo flowers in that okay, space. Okay, perfect. And then we're going to continue to take that breath, center your space, yourself in your space. And that last color is violet. What do we have that's violet in this space? I'm noticing your shirt. Oh, yes, my shirt is violet. So there we go. I am violet in the space. There you go. Just a way to notice the rainbow, notice the colors around you, and center your breathing. So I tried this on the way to work on Friday morning, and it was such a lovely way to get to work. It was just like I had a moment to just breathe and notice the things around me and think about some of my favorite memories with some of those colors. Worked really well. All right, Laura, now it's time for the weekly homework. Yes, we love the homework. So we talked about the importance of journaling and the importance of making lists and all of those kinds of things this week, um, keeping track of your habits. Right. So try that in your notebook. Try making lists and keeping track of your mood and the things that you're eating and those kinds of things in your notebook and see what kind of habits you have and what kind of habits you want to grow. So that how that affects like your daily life. You exactly. Know, what when you when you're eating these certain things, how does that make you feel? How how are you how do you feel for your energy for your workout? How do you feel for your energy for your day? So absolutely use that journal to start really noting things and keeping track of what's going on in your world. So that's part one. Part two, of course, is to find the rainbows in your life. 
Right. And then extend that rainbow to somebody else. Smile to somebody you don't know. Say hi to those folks that you might not normally say hi to because we've got to spread that rainbow around. We got to spread that joy. So enjoy your week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you